The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor? 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 You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. And good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel. In a couple of minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host, Dr. Brian Cole, head team physician for the Chicago Bulls and a team physician with the Chicago White Sox. He's also sports medicine specialist, orthopedic surgeon from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and Rush University Medical Center. I know you're going to enjoy the show. A lot of great topics this week. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. We're going to go to break. Come back with Dr. Brian Cole right after this on ESPN Radio. Feeling tired, sluggish, and overweight? If you're looking to lose weight and gain energy, join us in Karen Mulkin's 14-Day Transformation Cleanse. You're going to absolutely love this Whole Foods cleanse. You'll feel great, lose weight, build lean muscle, improve sleep, boost metabolism, and enhance athletic performance. This VIP done-for-you cleanse comes with a 14-day transformation wellness bag containing MCT Lean Vegan Protein Blend, fat-burning MCT Lean MCT Oil, snacks, superfoods, recipes, guidelines, videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. We're back on Sports Medicine Weekly on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole, reminder to reach out to us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at SMW Home. The website is sportsmedicineweekly.com or smwhome.net. Dr. Cole, we're going to bring on uh, our famous health counselor and psychology of eating coach, Karen Malkin, the one and only. A couple weeks ago, we talked about the fueling your workout with healthy fats, and uh, wanted to bring Karen on again about uh, the. We want people to forget the one size fits all bio individual nutrition rules the day. Um, you know, the universal universal diet really doesn't work for all the masses. You agree? Yeah, I agree, and I think in a lot of ways we sort of suffer from information overload, and I think some people, many people, just get overwhelmed and don't know what to do. And the one thing I've liked and enjoyed about working with Karen is. And I always ask her the really specific questions. What do I need to do? I don't need 55 options. I need to know what to do, have limited time, got to get it done. So she's, for me anyways, becoming a sort of a one-stop resource for a lot, of, a lot of things that we need in our diet every day. It's made it really easy. All right, so Karen, good morning. With so many options and diets being promoted, how do we know what to eat? That's a really good question. That is the number one question I get from my clients is information overload. Should I be gluten-free? Should I be paleo? Should I go on a ketogenic diet? What, what should I be eating? Is, you know, should I be dairy-free? What's the best for me? And that is a great question. And really the answer is it depends. And so I like to say that it, we, need to be, um, we need to eat according to our own physiology and our own biology. So are you saying now that you would recommend customizing to an individual? Yeah, I I recommend that um, we start with keeping a food journal, Okay. right? Because with these diets, there's research, there's great research behind all of these diets. So for every PhD, there's an equal to or opposite PhD that's making a claim with science to back it up. 
And so many of these food plans and many of these diets out there, yeah, there, there, there's research behind it. You know, maybe the low-carb, high-fat diet might be better in the winter season when your body needs to stay warm. You know, that might not be the season for raw foods. And so raw foods could have a place in a season, but it also depends on your own physiology. So I, I recommend maybe keeping a food journal for a week. Take notes over what you're eating and how you feel. So I like to work more experimentally. Let's try it on. Let's see how it fits. If you're really curious about trying something more paleo, or if you're really trying vegan eating or plant-based eating, let's try it. You have a, you have a gut intuition that this is something that you want to try. Let's try it. I'll help you upgrade a healthy version of any of those food plans that you want to try. And then we're going to start paying attention to what you're eating and how you feel. What are your cravings like? What's your mood like? How, what's your hunger like an hour, two hours, three hours later? And you really need to get present around how these foods serve you and how they make you feel. You also um, need to keep your blood sugar stable. And so with any snack or any meal, you need to have some type of a high-quality fat and some protein and, of course, lots of colors with all of your meals and snacks because that's going to keep your blood sugar balanced, which is going to keep your mood balanced, which is going to keep your cravings and hunger balanced. Um, so I really recommend that for keeping blood sugar. And Let then, me stop you, Karen. What's a high-quality okay. fat? Explain to our listeners oh. what you consider the high-quality fats. So high-quality fats would be your omega-3s, those gorgeous long-chain fats, so wild fit seafood. It would be avocados. It would be nuts and seeds and nut butters. Olive oil is a super high-quality, super antioxidant-rich, um, healthy fat. You can do MCT oil. You can do coconut oil. Those are all healthy fats. And so combining that with some protein, a source of protein, it could be plant-based, it could be animal-based, and some colorful, phytonutrient-rich vegetables um, is, is the way to go. And as far as creating then, if it's going to be more paleo-like, are we going to add in grains, not add in grains? Are we going to add in some starchy carbs or some starchy vegetables? That's something that is more individualized. I call it bio-individuality, and this is something that I do privately with my, with my clients. Or you can do it on your own by keeping this food journal where you're really paying attention to like, what you eat and how you feel. Are you starting with a food journal for a new client to sort of Only if they want to do it. Okay. But Only I, if they want. If some people want to do it, and some people are like, do not make me write this stuff down. I don't want the work. And so right. then I... I want them to eat mindfully, and that's I call it a wake at the plate. I give everybody a binder. It's called a wake at the plate, and it and it really helps you be more mindful and aware. And and you know, slow down when you're eating. Add five minutes to your meal. Pay attention to the taste, the smell, the pleasure of the food. You know, put your fork down in between bites. Don't watch TV and eat at the same time because your brain and your head is not registering with your gut brain that you're satiated. I mean, it does take 20 minutes to feel satiated. So, um, you know, right. you can give yourself permission to stop F, depending upon how hungry you are. So the, so clarify this concept of bio-individuality. Is it that I, meaning you, will help someone choose, hey, you want to do paleo diet, I'll help you do that? Or are you saying that specific individuals have unique needs and you're addressing that? Yes, I w will address based on your own physiology, I would have to ask you about 100 questions, right? And some people are, are faster burners. Some people are slower burners. 
many of your listeners are athletes, and so they are moving more than somebody who sits, you know, who's not exercising. And so it depends, you know, I, what's your exercise routine like? What, do you cra- what are your cravings? Sleep sometimes causes people to crave carbs and, and caffeine. And so we really have to sit down and talk about what you're eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, snacks, and water, your macronutrients, protein, carbs, fats, water, and the micronutrients, which are the colors, which are those phytonutrients. And first of all, start where you're at, because I'm going to meet you where you're at. And then from there, we're going to upgrade based on your goals. Is it weight loss? Is it energy? Is it, you know, creating lean muscle? You know, where, 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 we, where are we going to experiment? And, and try. Maybe we need to cut back on some fats. Maybe the problem with your inability to lose weight is because you don't have an en- enough essential fatty acids. And so everybody is so different. You, there is no one size fits all. I can't say eat like this because it depends. You're so di- you're different than you know your wife, and 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 um, you're different than Steve. And so you you need a different food plan. Busy with Karen Malkin, our health counselor and psychology of eating coach. This is Sports Medicine Weekly. Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole talking about the universal diet doesn't work for the masses. And Karen uh, has her three ways to optimize your health. And I I like one of the things you say in there, Karen, because sometimes, I mean, I'm always in a hurry with everything, even eating breakfast. I sit down with a nice bowl of cereal that's a healthy bowl of cereal with with banana and and strawberries. I know, Brian. (laughs) I'm not eating the spinach, three omelets, you know. Dude, it's so easy. No, it's not easy. It's easy for you. You've got the person cooking it. I have nobody, all right? I mean, my wife is gone. My kids are gone. I'm eating my bowl of cereal with the... I try to find the healthiest bowl of cereal. we got to help him out. Don't you feel... What I'm getting at, all right? I need the housekeeper. Can I borrow your housekeeper? Yes, yes. Send her to Naperville, okay, please. Every morning. All right, what will it cost me? Make me a smoothie. I'll split her with um, you. But what I'm saying, Karen, is you know what? I eat so fast sometimes. I physically will put in my brain. I gotta go. I gotta go upstairs for two minutes. I gotta go say hi to the dog or, or, or change the dog's water or do something just to get up out of the table so I stop and I can slow down a little bit. It's important, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you know? Slowing down is key because when you're slowing down, you are paying attention. Paying attention. And when you begin to slow down with your food, you might also notice that you're more mindful in other areas of your life. You'll see. Karen, I've been... Change your uh, food, change your life. <laughs> I have in my uh, computer bag uh, probably about eight bars left. I actually have to order some more, but these, I, the one, I've been eating the cashew butter bars. I'm eating one right now for Are breakfast. You? There you go. It is terrific. I'm halfway through. This is Karen's own bar. It's called the Transformation Bar with MCT oil. We've talked about that. Gluten-free vegan cashew butter so my question is is it a meal replacement is it to take the edge off you know i you could eat a ton of these and probably not be in a great place either everything in moderation so tell me you know how i should think about it well the bars have 11 grams of protein and 12 grams of fiber and there's no added sugar so you can have it it would be a great replacement for that cereal in the morning for you Steve, that would be a great It's so easy. Just open the package and eat it. With a big glass of water. Okay. Um, That's all right. Yeah. I mean, I I, I typically eat more than that. I do my transformation smoothie. But if you're in a pinch, and especially if you're even not a breakfast eater, to have that for breakfast would be great. It makes a great pre-workout energizer. I'll often have a bar before I work out. I'll have it, you know, as a snack. Sometimes I'll even eat it as a dessert, you know, in in lieu of like a brownie. Sure. Because they're so delicious. When was the last time you had a brownie, Karen? Yeah, really. 
I did. I, I did. I did. College. Doctor Cole. College. I'm the eighty twenty girl. You okay, know, eighty percent of the time good. I'm super clean, and then I love my chocolate, and right, I'll good. have some. Well, I do make grain free brownies, and by the way, those are all on my website. I have like four hundred fifty recipes on my website, KarenMalkin.com, and all those recipes, Karen's faves are my are my favorite snacks, and those are my grain free brownies, the cacao truffles, the coconut truffles, the cranberry out bars. You guys, have, I think you guys have tried most yeah. of them, but. So that's what I like, what I mainly eat, but, but sometimes I'll have like regular brownies and cheesecake. I like that. I like key lime pie. You need, you need to get on Uber Eats for Steve, by the way. Yeah, I need to get on the Brian you know, Cole. You know about Uber Eats, Eats right? No, no. you got to get on Uber Eats. You can just order from Karen. It'll be delivered to your Perfect. House. Let me, uh, Karen, before we let you go, and you've been uh, sensational as uh, usual and uh, making us healthier every day, and it's great to hear. Uh, you do have a special going right through your website, KarenMalkin.com, or... For people interested in doing the transformation, and uh, Dr. Cole and I have done it in the past, we're going to do it again. You uh, go to the 14DAYtransformation.com, 14DayTransformation.com, and you have a coupon code special for our listeners. Type in, in all caps and one word, ESPN1000. That's your coupon for $100 off any transformation package or $10 off a case of your transformation bars, and they are magnificent. I mean, you eat one, you feel so healthy. As Karen said, you can do it for breakfast, do it for a pre-workout, post-workout. You can do it as a snack. You can do it as a dessert. Um, I'm eating one right now. It is delicious, and uh, you do feel healthy. It's so much better than the normal bars, Karen, that I'm used to eating. Dr. Cole knows what those are, and I don't want to rip the um, uh, obvious the um, people that make those bars. You don't want to get any... Uh, <laughs> in trouble here, right, on Sports Medicine Weekly, but uh, these are sensational. Thank you. Karen, we'll let you go. Great stuff, and uh, we'll talk with you again in a few weeks. Thank you. KarenMalkin.com. She is sensational. Again, KarenMalkin.com, 14DayTransformation.com, the coupon code ESPN1000, one word, all caps. That's Dr. Brian Cole. I'm Steve Cashel. Stay with us. More Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. <laughs> That's one way to end up on injured reserve. So is falling off a ladder, lifting something heavy. Ow! That's not good. Or having an accident at work. Uh-oh. Athletico helps all kinds of people come back from injured reserve. Schedule a free injury screening at athletico.com and find out how physical therapy can decrease pain and discomfort, increase strength and mobility, and help you get back to doing the things you love to do. Athletico Physical Therapy. Better for everybody. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org. We're excited to announce our new Sports Medicine Weekly custom podcast app on iTunes. It's all free. Just go to the App Store search for Sports Medicine Weekly. Our app gives listeners easy access to their favorite Sports Medicine Weekly shows without getting lost in confusing screens and pop-up ads. The team at Sports Medicine Weekly is dedicated to delivering content to our listeners on the latest in fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, and treatment. Optimize your performance with the Sports Medicine Weekly app. As always, we thank our loyal listening and social media followers. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. 
Back here on this Saturday morning, Steve Cashel, Dr. Brian Cole. It is Sports Medicine Weekly, and that proceeds from our program, Sports Medicine Weekly. Go to support orthopedic research at Rush through the liveactivenow.org fund. Our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com or smwhome.net. Dr. Cole, our next topic, helmet safety. And um, how many of your kids uh, play sports that deal with uh, wearing a helmet? Well, both of them are in. Well, the you know the the, the boys are in crew, which is not a very uh, uh, head sensitive uh, sport. So we don't see too many injuries there. Or maybe every once in a while you see a guy get whacked with an oar, but it's pretty rare. But I will say, you know, our whole family skis, and um, that's an imperative. I mean, that's a, a life saving change and evolution in in, in in skiing. I know you haven't skied in a long time, and you probably the last remember. time I skied, there were, n- there were no one wore a helmet. Yeah. nobody. Yeah, no, but it's. Um, I mean, I have fallen and cracked my helmet before, so you can imagine falling without a helmet. So it's unconscionable in my mind not to ski with a helmet. Most people buy them then, and oh yeah, they're I mean, rentable. They rent like them. Yeah, skis, if you rent yeah. ski, they're, they're, there's a whole box of helmets, and uh, it's it's really highly recommended. But you see very few people without mm-hmm. helmets these correct? days. Very few. You know, that's interesting. There's a contingency of European ski instructors that every once in a while you see they're not wearing them, but it's an awful example for kids and for us. Oh, I can't believe how many years yeah. we all skied without helmets. I know it I wasn't know. even thought of. Probably one of the greatest advancements in preventing injury. Wow, that's something. Now I know you work with a lot of athletic trainers, Doctor Cole, yeah, and Doctor Cole, by the way, honored by the National Athletic Trainers Association. In 2017, is the only physician with an honorary membership and honored you by know, this group. How does that mean to you? Well, I mean, I you know, it was it was a surprise. It is an honor. There's been a couple other guys in our group, uh, Dr. Bush Joseph and Dr. Bach, and a couple of physicians around the country over the years that have been honored by this. But uh, I've worked very closely with uh, the Athletic Trainers Association, including the Illinois Athletic Trainers Association. We have two amazing initiatives uh, dealing with uh, preventing overuse injuries in our baseball players and um, the Baseball for Life website as well. The, the, throwing, uh, the Shoulders for Life, excuse me, website as well as Knees for Life website have been collaborative efforts with the IATA, Illinois Athletic Trainer Association. And, you know, we've been involved with a lot of policy issues. Athletic trainers are a huge part of my everyday workings, obviously with the Bulls, with the Sox, uh, but also in our community outreach programs for the schools. They are really sort of the uh, front lines of uh, evaluating, managing, and treating these young athletes. And speaking of athletic trainers, we have one in studio with us. Sam Cochran is an athletic trainer with Athletico, helping to discuss helmet safety. And Sam, uh, thanks for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks for being in studio with us. What are the benefits, Sam, of a properly fitted helmet? You know, speaking of the season right now is baseball and softball season. And actually in youth sports, they account for about 45% of all facial injuries and a properly fitted helmet can significantly reduce that risk. Absolutely. Um, Tell me some things of how to properly fit. I've got two boys, 12 and 10. They play baseball, basketball, football, and hockey. So almost every sport, Mm -hmm. they wear wear a helmet. Mm -hmm. But what's the best way? I'm, I'm learning a little bit more. And your website is terrific on athletico.com. It's specific about uh, sports medicine and athletic training, uh, helmet fitting. But uh, what are we learning from that? So there's a few different things that you need to look for with helmet fitting. Um, First, you want to take a measurement of an athlete's head, and you want to do that by going about a half inch to an inch above the eyebrows or one to two finger widths, depending on the size of your fingers. And then just take um, a flexible tape measure like you would use for sewing and measure the circumference of the head. And then I'll give you a helmet size. And then 
uh, when the athlete tries the helmet on, you want to make sure that their hair is damp or wet. That's because, the first time I've ever heard that. Yeah, so when it, with especially athletes with a lot of hair, when they sweat, it'll flatten down, and yeah. then that can make the helmet loose. So what do you do? You just they tell them dunk their head in a, in a sink and uh, yeah, yeah. I never heard that either. That's interesting, isn't it? That's good stuff. Yeah, and so I mean, it's not something that you would normally think about. You know, you're in a store trying one on, and then you got to take it home and probably refit it just in case, you know, with some wet hair. Um, the other thing you want to do is make sure that the holes on the sides of the helmet line up with your ears. If you're looking through the hole in the helmet and it's not lining up with the ears, it's probably sitting too high or too low or it might not be the right size. Okay. Um, you also shouldn't be able to see any gaps in the helmet between the head and the helmet. Uh, one way to check for this is while they're wearing it to have them turn their head left and right, side to side, and the helmet shouldn't rattle or shift on them. Sure. Um, and then you want to make sure that they're able to see uh, f- forward and out side to side so the helmet's not blocking their peripheral vision. Um, another thing to check is you want to look for the Noxe symbol, and that's uh, showing that it's followed or it's met the standards uh safety guidelines that they've set in place for manufactured helmets. So that's a sticker that's on the helmet. So you walk in any, you know, sports authority type store, that's the sticker you want, right? Yeah. It's typically on the back of the helmet yeah. and it's a stamp and it says NOXA, N-O-C-S-A-E. Got it. Got it. You know, I when I uh, I had a wipeout skiing and I cracked my helmet and I know, and maybe you can talk about this, mm-hmm. if that ever happens or it takes a direct blow and doesn't crack... It, comp- it supposedly compromises the integrity of the helmet. So that could be a bike fall. That could be a kid who takes a baseball to the head, what have you. Time to replace it, right? Right. You can actually have um, helmets reconditioned. So you would contact the manufacturer to check that and see um, how they do that or what the process is and cost and all that sort of thing. Uh, and Noxe also has guidelines for reconditioning of helmets as well. It's more common in football, but you can have other helmets reconditioned as well. Do you think that, the, have you know, you know, with some of these regulation and guidelines, have you noticed decreased incidents of injuries, you know, for the years you've been covering schools and so forth? Because of helmet use or because of changes in helmet use? You know, since I've been an athletic trainer, there's always been helmets. Yeah. So, you know, it's not something that I can attest to personally, but I would have to imagine that. I mean, one thing that probably has changed um, since I've played sports as a kid. What did you used to play? Oh, I did everything. But when I was in softball as a kid, we didn't have the cages on our helmets. Right. And that's a huge thing now. And a lot, you know, even the pitchers are wearing the masks. And so I, I would imagine that, yeah injury risk has probably reduced quite a bit. Right. I can't say for sure. Yeah. Well, they protect the girls, but not the mm-hmm. boys, right? I mean, uh, you know, my son's throwing, uh, you know, in travel Little League baseball, and, uh, you know, I always get worried about shots back at the mound. Right. You know, and right. uh, they, they right. protect the women with the, the masks now in softball, but uh, but that's not the boys. I wonder if yeah. they're ever going to, you know, make a move towards that. Maybe that's just retaliation for us having to wear cups. Yeah, exactly. You know, I read something interesting. I, I mentioned the website. Go to the Athletico website, and they've got information here on um, wearing the uh, the protective equipment and helmet fitting tips. And um, you know, I'm into hockey, of course, with my boys, and and they said according to the uh, JAMA network, I don't know what JAMA is, J A M A, but uh, reports indicate that injuries amongst hockey players are two times more likely to sustain facial laceration or dental injury by wearing a half face shield versus a full face shield that makes sense you know you see the hockey players yeah. with that that mask and everything i mean our kids usually wear the cages but some have the full 
the full almost like a plastic mask and everything. But uh, I think the rules state that, you know, the kids of really playing uh, any kind of youth hockey have to wear a cage or, or Yeah, it always blows me away when you see hockey players with unprotected. I mean, oh. I, it just, I can't even comprehend Can you it. believe the goalies didn't wear masks yeah. when I was yeah. growing up back yeah. in the 60s? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> It is crazy. So uh, anything else you want to add? We're visiting with Sam Cochran, athletic trainer from Athletico. You guys do a marvelous job in uh, everything you do. But um, uh, we wanted to touch on uh, the helmet safety because we haven't presented that yet on our, on our show right here, Sam. So it's interesting because um, uh, we're going into a few things about uh, how to properly uh, fit your, uh, your individual. Yeah, so if people want to see more sports-specific guidelines, they can go to athletico.com backslash helmet-fitting. And then also, you know, if anybody's suffering from any aches and pains or anything like that, they can go to athletico.com and sign up for um, a complimentary injury screen at any Athletico location. Fantastic. Great stuff. Appreciate it. Sam Cochran from Athletico. Again, athletico.com is the website. Back with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole and more of Sports Medicine Weekly after these messages. On ESPN Radio. The Chicago Bulls, White Sox, and DePaul Blue Demons rely on Midwest Orthopedics at Rush for advanced orthopedic treatment. So can you. We are the team physicians for these Chicago teams, and we're ready to be on your health care team, too. Get expert care from these regional leaders at four Chicagoland locations. Learn more at RushOrtho.com. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, your world-class team physicians. I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do. I just ignored it and hoped it would go away. After a month, I couldn't take the pain anymore. I went to my family orthopedic. He told me that I needed physical therapy. When I received my prescription for therapy, the first thing I did was search PT companies online. I came across ATI Physical Therapy. It's close to home, has some great reviews, and when I called, they verified my insurance scheduled me right away. No wait, everything was so easy, and the staff was great. They kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way. Honestly, I looked forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget. To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today. ATIPT.com. We're excited to announce our new Sports Medicine Weekly custom podcast app on iTunes. It's all free. Just go to the App Store, search for Sports Medicine Weekly. Our app gives listeners easy access to their favorite Sports Medicine Weekly shows without getting lost in confusing screens and pop-up ads. The team at Sports Medicine Weekly is dedicated to delivering content to our listeners on the latest in fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, and treatment. Optimize your performance with the Sports Medicine Weekly app. As always, we thank our loyal listening and social media followers. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000. That's all the time we have for this edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. Many thanks to our coordinating producer, Teresa Ann Seeger, our board operator and producer, Felix Reyes, as well as David Cole for operating our website and doing our business side at Sports Medicine Weekly. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks for listening. Talk with you again next Saturday at 8.30 for another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly, only on ESPN Radio. The preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Mike and Mike, Cap and Company, Carmen and Yurko, Waddle and Sylvie. This is ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. One day.
these rats were playing in the woods. Wanted some matches and that's no good. So listen to Smokey before you give it a try. Don't play with matches. Don't play with fire. Cause there's nothing very funny about freaked out, but it's nothing very nice on a homeless you want to do something really awesome? Take a camping trip into a forest. But when you're done with your campfire, do the cool thing and soak it with water. Then stir it with a stick to make sure it's cool, too. Take Smokey's advice. Only you can prevent forest fires. So if a gorgeous forest is what you desire, don't play with matches. Don't play with fire. Yeah. Only you. Visit us at www.smokeybear.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Forest Service, and the National Association of State Foresters. Fire! From Crystal Lake to Beverly to Soldier Field to Lombard, you're listening to Chicago's number one sports station, ESPN 1000. Jeff Garland. I'm a comedian of some notoriety. In studio with Waddle and Sylvie. By the way, I listen to you guys in my Tesla. That's right, I got a Tesla. <laughs> and that's how I can listen to ESPN Chicago. This is Sylvie's best day ever. I am madly in love with your voice. Really? Your vo- oh, it's it's very whiny. Very whiny, Jeff. I love it. I love your voice. Sort of. But you have a voice for radio yes, and, a and a face, face. for radio. Sure. Waddle and Sylvie. How do we define you, Jack? I'm a, I'm a successful man of some comedic notoriety. I don't know. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Afternoons 2 guy. to 6 yeah. on ESPN 1000.